Hey, you guys, what's up? <laughs> I know that it has been a while since my last episode, and I just want to start off by saying I'm sorry. I got to apologize for this. You know, one of the first episodes that I started off with on this podcast was about being a perfectionist, and it's something that I still need to work on and that I'm still working on because clearly it's even affecting this podcast. So one of the things that I do is like I like to prepare before getting on the show and starting the show. And maybe I realized that maybe I'm preparing too much. And so I just have recommitted myself to this and really just being intentional about just free flowing speech and just coming from my heart. So although I still have an idea of where it's going to go, I'm still really just learning how to just talk freely because that's really what I love to do and so many people appreciate about me is just being open, honest, and just, you know, flowing. And that's what I will now intend to do on this podcast. So before we get into this episode, you guys, I just really want to encourage you guys to help encourage me. Um, Part of the reason why, you know, this is coming a little bit late is because just like every other human, I get discouraged too. And I know it's only episode uh, five or so now, but um, it really helps when you see people sharing and people talking about your episode. Cause you know, when you are just out here us podcasters, we're just here talking to ourselves most of the time. And you really don't know if what you're putting out there, especially because my last episode was so personal, if it's really touching people, if it's really making an impact, if people are really listening and understanding and feeling what you're saying. So you guys, I would really, really appreciate if, if this episode speaks to you, if my podcast speaks to you, to please just share it with somebody who you know or you believe will enjoy it as well. It doesn't take a lot. It doesn't cost you anything. So if you guys can do that for me, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. So just remember to share this podcast with someone you might benefit. So let's just get right into it. So we ended off the last podcast talking about recognizing Delilah. So that was a part one of a two-part show, which I promised you guys. So this is actually part two of that. And today it's recognizing Delilah, but we're really talking about when the Delilah is ourselves, right? So if you guys are just joining to this episode and you didn't listen to part one, Delilah, uh, the story comes from the Bible. And it comes from a uh, story about a woman and a man, basically Samson, who was who was um, seduced by Delilah, and then as a result of that, his purpose was not fulfilled because he allowed her to get to him so badly that he lost his strength and so forth and so forth. And I was just relating back to how we have so many Delilahs in our lives, whether it's family or job or a relationship where they come in to distract us from our purpose. And so even though they're not doing, they're not really the best for us, we still find ourselves attached to those things. We're seduced by those things and we're so afraid to let go of those things. And today we're really talking about how and when the Delilah is ourselves. And so we're looking inward because a lot of the times we might be blaming others and the outside for our shortcomings or the things that are happening in our lives. But a lot of the time, it's really just us. It's really who the man is, the person inside is. We're holding ourselves back in so many ways. And so this episode is meant to really discuss self-discovery, what it is and how 
the lack of self-discovery is affecting us. And as always, I never just want to leave um, this without any, you know, information or tips or education about what I'm doing to help myself in this area, right? So we're going to end off with that. So first of all, in order for us to do self-discovery, we really need to look in the mirror. And, you know, that's one thing that, you know, God and the Bible even encourages us to do is to look at the man in the mirror. And sometimes we're forced to do that because of certain situations. Um, one that has really affected me and actually has helped me with my self-discovery is breakups. And the fact of the matter is when you're going through something like that, you're going to hear from the other person about the things that are bad about you, good. Like you're going to hear so many things and it's going to force you to look yourself in the mirror and be like, is this coming from a place of hate or a place of hurt? Or is this really the person who I am? And sometimes it's going to come from hardships such as business is going down or um, you had a job loss or um, something as trivial as somebody not liking you. And you wonder like, why does this person just not like me for no reason? Did, did I do anything for this person not to like me? And those things will cause you to look at yourself and be like, what is wrong with me? Right. And one that's obviously more obvious, I guess, is loss. So whether that's grief or the loss of somebody you 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 love to care about or the loss of anything that's important to you that's of value to you and we talked a little bit about that on the last episode too and how it really just opens your heart sometimes it breaks your heart but it in order for you to look deep down and really just try to understand yourself especially when you lose somebody um one of the things that i always say is like man, the people that I have lost in my life, right? The people that have passed on, I'm just like, man, they really took those memories with them. They took those things that, you know, those moments, those times that only me and them uh, could remember with them. And so you're really left to look within yourself to get that, to get that from, to get that out, right? So um, loss is definitely a big, huge event in life that makes you really try to look at yourself in a way of like self-discovery. And one that a lot of people are afraid of, and mostly because of this reason, is being alone. Physically being alone and emotionally being alone. But physically being alone, some people are really afraid of like an empty house or <laughs> um, going out with themselves, eating by themselves, doing activities by themselves because they're really first to be alone. And a lot of us might not be aware of this. But we're so codependent. We're codependent on our spouse, our jobs, our things that we value about ourselves, our looks. Um, recently, I was actually on Clubhouse. Y'all don't know about Clubhouse. It's a whole new different app. Um, for <laughs> It's like a, it's a live social experiment. And I heard a woman on there talking and she was just talking about how um, one of the things that she valued about herself is her image. And I was like, wow, I know that this is a real thing because we have people who really care about how they look. But imagine being stripped away of your looks. Like, you know, or maybe not being validated by other people. So with COVID and everything, maybe you're not, you're somebody who values your looks and you're not being able to put your put yourself out there or present yourself and have others admire you for your looks. And having that lack of value, right, um, made her like sad. And I never really thought about it that way, but there are people out there like that as well. And back to what I was saying about aloneness, we are so afraid of being alone. And one of the reasons we're afraid of being alone is because of the things that we're going to start thinking about, the things that we're going to have to start wondering about. And just because that aloneness is going to force us to go within. 
Um, but that is part of self-discovery. And those are some of the situations that force us to look in the mirror. And, you know, one of the things that I always tell people that is not pretty. I have been on this self-discovery journey. I've had to do it the forced way where things and situations around my life forced me to do this. I've also had to do it in the personal way, in the way that I'm like, okay, all right, Ola, you got to work on yourself. You got to improve. You can't keep repeating the same things. So I've had both ways. And let me tell you, neither of them is pretty. When you're going inside yourself and you're discovering the things about you that, of course, you're going to find some good things about you, but self-discovery is really about finding the things that you love, you hate, you, you your, your upcomings, your shortcomings, and that's hard. That is super hard. And I think the first step we go through is denial, especially if it's if it's in a forced way. If someone's telling you like, hey, you're this, you're that, or you're discovering by the things that you're attracting into your life or the things that you're losing that you're one way or the other. And it's not going to be all roses and diamonds and everything that's pretty. It's going to be ugly sometimes. I remember one particular time in my life going through this moment and I really hated myself. Like I was looking in the mirror and I was like, you are the worst. This is the reason that this doesn't work out for you. You're the reason why you're here. You're the reason why this is happening to you. And it was just like a whole episode of just self-hate, self-loathing. And I just, I I threw everything out. I let myself go. I just did not see anything that was good about myself. And it was such a dark and depressing time. And sometimes that is as a result of looking deeper and seeing the things about yourself that you hate. And sometimes you see those in other people and then you're like, oh my goodness. You finally recognize that, oh my goodness. When you're looking in the mirror, like that person is me or I'm that person. Um, not in the literal sense, but some of the things that they do that you don't, that you dislike and you're like, wow, isn't that thing ugly? Oh my God, I must be ugly. <laughs> like these guys, I'm speaking from experience. I'm not saying this is like the, this is the rules, but I'm really speaking from personal experience here. And sometimes, so those are the things that happen on the inside. And some of the things that happen on the outside are like a loss of relationships, a loss of friendships, a lack of interest in the things that you once liked you no longer like them anymore. That's a huge one, actually. And at first it might seem like, what's happening to me? Why am I changing? Am I, what's going on? But in hindsight, and hindsight's always 2020, you realize that actually that's positive. And you realize that the change that's happening within you is what's causing you to no longer be attached or excited by the things that you used to be excited by. And as a result of that, you're going to start to be excited by new things. And those new things will bring you to the next point in your life. And and that's really when um, self-discovery becomes self-mastery. I just love that word. I got to say that again. Like self-discovery becomes self-mastery. And self-mastery is really freedom. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. I'm going to get into how that really is freedom. But with that shedding, as I was mentioning before, you're letting go of the old, bringing in the new. You're going to lose some things. You're going to lose some things. And one of the things that, you know, God was telling me early in the beginning of this year was that 2020 was like a year of just like reshifting and things were moving into different places that you needed to become ready and prepared. And 2021 
a message that God was really sharing with me is that you will attract everything. You will manifest everything that you put your mind into. And I'm not saying that you don't need to work. Um, faith without works is dead, right? But what I'm saying is that God was really trying to show me that as long as you put your energy, your efforts into this thing, you will attract it. But what if your energy, you're putting your energy into the wrong things, you're going to attract those things too. And before I get too far away from my, the first thing that I was trying to say is that God was really trying to tell me that, but in order for you to gain something, you need to let go of the other things. You can't have both. There's this amazing meme that, you know, is like flying around on social media and it's like of a child, right? There's like, he's like holding like a little small teddy bear in one hand. Right. And then God's like, give me the teddy bear, teddy bear. And he's like, no, I'm scared. This teddy bear is so, is so tiny. And what God has behind his back is this huge, humongous teddy bear. And it's like, if only we knew what God had in store for us, if only we knew just how big, how huge, how abundant what God really has in store for us. But in order for us to get what God wants to give us, we have to be willing and ready to let go. We have to be willing and ready to lose what we have right now. And that's why as hard as the self-discovery process is for me and has been for me and will be for you, if that's the journey that you choose to go on, is that other side of that, which is mastery. And what I've learned in my process of self-mastery is something that was really hard for me to do in the beginning. And that was actually being able to say no. <laughs> One of the hardest things for me prior to, to, to being on this journey is I basically said yes to everything. I let my mouth overload my back. And I would say yes to things even though it would cause me inconvenience. And sometimes I would say no and then later I'd be like, okay, okay, fine, right? I was trying to please others because for some reason I was so afraid of looking like a mean person or a, um, a mean-spirited person who didn't care. I was always trying to please other people by being nice and being a available, but all of those things were hurting me. And I wasn't focusing on the things that I needed to do. I wasn't working on myself. I wasn't doing the things that I needed to do. And I was pouring for a cup that was empty or only half full. But when you start to say no to the things that aren't feeding you to the things that aren't valuable to you and you start to put yourself first and you start to understand who you are, you start filling that cup to the place where it's actually overflowing. And that's the place you want to pour from. You want to pour from a place where all, your cup is always full and you're no longer going to settle for the things that don't serve you. You know, and a really big big piece of self-discovery, self-mastery is the relinquishing of guilt. Man, it so, feels so good to just let go of that guilt. Because when you realize and you discover who you are, you're able to become aware of the things that are with you, that are part of you. You know, God, uh, the Bible says in Psalm nineteen twelve that God should let us see our unknown faults, that we should be aware of the things that are, um, that we're not aware of that are our faults. You know, and I think about this in a personal way. I feel like sometimes we know what our faults are, but because we are lacking or we are afraid to admit those things, we're not able to allow God, we're not able to allow ourselves to work through those things. And a personal example for me is like, 
people or that are close to me would tell me that I'm stubborn. And back in the day, I used to like, that used to trigger me. And then I would get like angry or I would get like frustrated and I would like try to prove that, no, I'm not stubborn. But, <laughs> you know, what's so funny about that is that you're actually showing that, yeah, I'm stubborn because I'm not going to let it go. But guess what? Now your girl is accepting the fact that, yeah, I'm stubborn. Because just like everything else, the first way to um, to come become better and to overcome things is to actually accept them. And so by me accepting the fact that, yes, I'm stubborn, now I can work on that thing because now I've admitted that, yes, I've accepted that, yes, this is a part of me. And self-discovering is, 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 is about, you know, no longer being crippled by who you are, by the things that are of you, because we, we are not perfect. We are not perfect, and that's why we're human. But when you accept who you are, and you start to accept the things that are of you, good, the bad, the ugly, you'll be able to work on them. And now that I've accepted, okay, yes, I can be stubborn in some ways, now I can start to work on that thing. I can start to build patience. I can start to big, build grace towards others, and just so many other things. And as I mentioned, like that, that guilt of, oh, I'm all these things that are negative, right? starts to dwindle from you. And when you're not operating from a place of guilt, when you're operating from a place of confidence, and when you're operating from a place of self-love, you take yourself to a whole nother level of things that you can become in this life. And it's really about growth. And when you change your mindset, you really change your entire life. And you know, you know, you guys, like that is growth. Acceptance leads to healing, growth, and improvement right? And so for all the negative things that may come from self-discovery and all the things that might come from us looking within and looking at the man in the mirror and trying to work on ourselves and how ugly it is and how disturbing it can be and how uncomfortable it can be, we really, really get to see the goodness and the rewards. And for personally for me, I can honestly say that the rewards outweigh the means and the rewards outweigh the negative aspects. And sometimes that discovery period is super long, longer than we wish it was. But the good news is that at the end of that, which is never really an end, I, I got to make that point, like we're always in the self-discovery. But when you start to see the rewards from that, you start to be operating from a whole more of a whole person more of a happy person more of a self-assured person someone who loves themselves more and you allow and you do no longer allow that delilah of yourself to play a role in your life anymore but it all starts by looking within we have to look at ourselves first and what I love about the Bible and what I love about God is that he encourages us to look at ourselves. The word tells us that we are like, a, that we should look at ourselves like a mirror and that we are actually made in God's image. And through prayer and understanding and self-discovery, we can be made more like him. And when I think of that, I'm just encouraged because God is an amazing, was an amazing man when he lived on here on earth, but he's an amazing father. And to know that if I am just seeped in the word, if I'm seeped in trying to understand myself that I can be more like him, that is so encouraging. 
So I want to encourage you today to ask for wisdom. You know, one of the things that I'm asking for right now in my self-discovery is discernment. Because I think that I'm really aware, like I know when things are happening, I know when I'm doing wrong, I know when I'm doing bad, I know when I could be doing better, right? I know some of the things I'm supposed to say and not, and not say and do and not do. Or, you know, and one of the things that I realize is that as a result of trying to please others and as a result of trying to present as this person that I think is more acceptable to society, I'm not being discerning in the way that God would want me to be. And so one of the things that I'm asking God for is discernment because discernment is actually not equal to as knowing, but it's using the information that we actually know and are aware of and applying it to our life in a way that is wise and that is and is and is valuable and it is pleasing to God. And among other things <laughs> that I'm asking God for right now, but that's what I want to share with you guys right now. And you know, and with that being said, I want to encourage you to meditate to meditate on the word and to meditate on the things that you're discovering about yourself. So if you're discovering that you're impatient, if you're discovering that you're somebody who has ego, if you're discovering that you are prideful and these things are holding you back in life, these are the Delilahs in your life, it's not enough to just say, okay, I'm aware of these things. But you got to make yourself aware of these things. And then after that, you got to meditate on them to grow from them to be to know to knowing is not enough but it's to of knowing and then applying and take all that you learned and just be and just sit in it <laughs> and part of sitting in it is that ugly part because you got to be like oh my goodness so i really got pride like this i really got ego like this i'm really stubborn like this <laughs> i'm really superficial like this but sit in it because sitting in it is where you're going to come to that acceptance and acceptance leads to growth and improvement. So y'all, I just want to leave that message with that today. And I hope that you found this to be insightful and you found it to be relatable. And once again, I want to ask you that if you found this message at all, valuable to share it with somebody else you think I might enjoy it as well and I will see you guys on the next episode of faith on fitness thanks y'all